You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is what the new era of 76ers basketball has started off sounding like. Butler down the lane. Butler slam. A two-hand jam. Jimmy Butler makes a pay. Jimmy Butler has been a Sixer for just about a week now, and already he's made a promising, exciting impact. Butler moved on his way to Philadelphia. I think this is a very good trade for the Sixers. They're better than they were two hours ago. On this episode of the broadcast, we'll have an introductory chat with the man himself, plus interviews with Josh Harris, Adam Silver, and Justin Patton. Butler at two seconds, rises for three, tough shot, it's good! Jimmy Butler put it in! Three tenths of a second to go! Oh yeah! Jimmy Butler, a Philadelphia 76er, the second part of our pod miniseries right now. And salutations to you and you and you and you and you. Hopefully there are a half dozen people out there checking out this episode of the podcast. How's it going? Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com welcoming you back to the second part of our Jimmy Butler miniseries here on the podcast. Certainly a subject of podversation that is worth doing a few episodes on, <laughs> particularly given how the last week has gone. We're going to hear from Jimmy Butler in just a moment and also have conversations with Justin Patton, who was part of the Butler trade last week, 76ers managing partner Josh Harris, and NBA commissioner Adam Silver. Kind of a potpourri of interviews on this episode of the podcast. But first, we want to remind you that to subscribe to our feed, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, any of your other favorite podcasting resources or platforms, type in Sixers Podcast Network, and that will take you to where you need to be. All right, so it's been less than a week, and I feel safe saying that we have seen enough of Jimmy Butler to get, in the words of the great Tom McGinnis, excited. 14 points in his debut at Orlando last Wednesday, 28 points. That was a team high and a very nice win over the Utah Jazz in the home debut last Friday. And then Saturday, capping off the back-to-back in dramatic clutch fashion, the really impressive block, the subsequently remarkable save on the baseline with the -the over-the-shoulder toss, and then the three-pointer to win it. 
Um, we do have one more interview we're going to run in this podcast in addition to the ones that I already teased. Let's hear from Wilson Chandler. I want to play the Wilson Chandler interview first from the visitor's locker room at Spectrum Center in Charlotte from Saturday night. He was the sixer who received the saved possession play on the block by Butler. And uh, why don't we start this off by getting Chandler's perspective on the play that Butler made defensively to set up the winning three and what it meant for the Sixers to get that type of win. I mean, it's what he's done his whole career. You know, he's built a career uh, playing uh, on both ends of the court, you know, and um, he made a great decision to play and got the block. Um, What's the lesson you learned from the way, you know, from a situation like that? There, Kemba is a great scorer and he goes for a big number, but with the game of the line, you know, there's someone who sticks with it and makes the play. What's the lesson in that? Yeah, we got guys like that, you know, who can score, uh, who can score in many different ways. You know, you just, you know, stay persistent with it and um, you just keep going. You know, you know, you got so many guys in this league that can get that many points. You know, you know, you just gotta keep playing, keep playing hard. And uh, it wasn't like we wasn't playing bad. Dude. He was making great shots the whole game. So. This team has been through a lot the last couple of weeks, a lot yeah. of road games, yeah. Jimmy trade, all that. Yeah. Does it mean something extra to be able to come into a locker room and have a win like that before you head back home and try to reset some things? Yeah, definitely. We need, you know, we haven't played uh, great on the road to start the season. Uh, the last, what, what we, lost, we lost in Memphis, but we got uh, Pacers, was a big game. It's a great team. You know, Miami plays hard. This is a good team. You know, uh, came out at 60, we still got the win. Wilson Chandler from inside the visitor's locker room at Spectrum Center in Charlotte, where the Sixers won dramatically on Saturday, 122-119. to Chandler factoring into the final 30-second sequence. Importantly, he was right behind Jimmy Butler when Butler made the block and baseline over-the-shoulder save, snatching the ball out of the air and then helping push it up court where the Sixers ultimately called timeout and set up the play for Butler that ended up winning them the game. Let's now go to the Butler conversation itself. After he was introduced at the Sixers training complex in Camden last Monday, Butler was good enough to take a few minutes to sit down and speak with us about the trade and looking ahead to a new chapter in his NBA career. Jimmy, what was your reaction to the trade? Uh, I mean, like any other reaction, at this point in time in my life, I was excited. I think that um, it's a new start, a new opportunity to do something great. Um, I'm excited for the city, and I look forward to just playing basketball again with with nothing on my mind except for winning. From what you know about the team, what energizes you when you look at this roster and think about how you might be able to fit in? Just how hard they play. Uh, Obviously a a young group of guys, but um, all in all they play hard, they compete, and more than anything they want to win. I think that's the most important thing. Nowadays you got to want to win, no matter home, away, neutral site. Um, those guys play hard and they want to win. You've passed through the city of Philadelphia a handful of times over the course of your career. What have you gotten to know about it? What are your impressions of the city and its fans? Uh, the fans are incredible. I think it's, it's definitely an advantage uh, whenever you come into the Wells Fargo Center. And, and, and when you're playing there, the fans are always into the game from the jump ball all the way to the end of overtime if, if that need be. Uh, the city is, is, is a beautiful one. You know, so much history here. And uh, I just look forward to, to being a part of that history moving forward. You still remember the 53-point game you had there? I definitely do remember that. And then I remember one, two, three, four, five, sixers, 10, 9, 8, 76. I've seen that every time it comes on during the game. So in case y'all was wondering. I mean, you are on brand, ready to go right off the yeah, bat. I'm telling Who is Jimmy Butler outside of basketball? What are your interests? Oh, man, really a boring type of guy that does everyday things. Um, with my friends all the time. 
I eat really basic. I listen to my country music, drive the vehicles that I have, minivan being one of them. Um, and I just, I love people as a whole. Um, like I was telling them earlier, this media stuff is great, but I, I'm really looking forward to getting over there and meeting the, the people behind the 76ers. All-star, all-defensive, Olympian. How badly do you want to win a championship? Man, more than almost anything. I think that's the reason that I play the game along with so many other guys in this league and definitely a lot of guys on this roster. Um, winning a championship is everything. Um, like I said, and like I always say, for, for that moment in time, you are the best. Until somebody dethrones you, you are the team to beat. Um, and I, I want that to be here. What do you know about Brett Brown? I think we heard that he FaceTimed you as yes. an introductory phone call. What do you know about Brett? Uh, he's got this little beard thing going on right now. It looks, looks really good on him. Um, but I just know he, he lets his guys go out there and play. He just expects you to, to, to play hard. And, and give everything you have on both ends of the floor. Um, he's, a, he's a coach that wants the players to succeed, and he, he's all for listening to the players and, and their ideas. When I talk to him, he's always asked me what I think about different things, and he's talking the game, and I, I love it because I can always learn. And I'm sure everybody knows he probably knows a lot more about the game um, than I do and what he's trying to do here, so I look forward to, to working with him. Jimmy, thanks so much. Appreciate you. In a relatively brief period of time, Jimmy Butler has made it very well known just how much affinity he has for clap your hands. One, two, three, four, five, sixers. Ten, nine, eight, seventy sixers. <laughs> Mentioned it in his first press conference after his home debut uh, the other night and uh, just started vamping with it right there. But all in all, my impression, first impression of Jimmy Butler matters anything to anyone listening out there. Straightforward guy. Honest guy, straight shooter, authentic, candid, great sense of humor, and above all else, someone who works extremely hard to get the most out of the gifted talent that he already has. So, Jimmy Butler, his early thoughts on joining the Sixers. Josh Harris, managing partner of the Sixers, really a key figure in helping get this trade across the finish line. His relationship with his counterpart with the Timberwolves, Minnesota owner Glenn Taylor, ended up paying major dividends, and that's one of the things Josh and I spoke about on the court at the Sixers training complex after Jimmy Butler's introductory press conference. Oh, this is great. Very exciting. Uh, it all happened so quickly. Um, and uh, now uh, we've added a third superstar, three of the top 20 players in the NBA, and... Um, Someone who plays hard both ends of the court, who can create shots, who can knock down shots, and it's going to be create a lot of tailwind for us. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be an exciting season. Can't wait. You have young talent in terms of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, but this guy, he's been doing it for a while, a multi-time All-Star. How good do you feel for the fans of Philadelphia to be able to bring them a piece like this? I feel great. You know, um, it's hard to be patient and wait for that right situation, and clearly... Uh, we said this summer that we were looking for another superstar, and um, we found him. Uh, but there were many uh, things that happened between then and now where there were pressures to do other things that we and we chose to wait for this right opportunity, and this is the one. So um, I feel like he's going to fit our team perfectly. I think that he's going to bring some leadership, you know, some veteran leadership, uh, along with uh, Joel and Ben. Uh, that will be a great mix, and I can't wait to see him on the court. It's going to be fun. It seemed like the whole operation of bringing this together was a real collaborative effort. Can you give us some insights into how the deal came to be? Yeah, look, obviously um, it got public that he wanted to uh, leave um, 
Minnesota, and uh, we immediately got on that, and we worked uh, across all of our relationships. Um, you know, Elton to Scott, uh, Coach to Tibbs, you know, me to Glenn, and, um, you know, ultimately, um, you know, that collaborative effort really uh, made it happen. You were just up there on stage for about 25 minutes, half hour, with Jimmy, with Justin Patton, with Elton Brand. What are your impressions of the two guys? I mean, they both seem to be very decent, down-to-earth, but driven guys. Yeah, look, I spent about four hours with Jimmy yesterday, and um, I hadn't really met him before other than saying hello to him in passing. And uh, he's a great guy. I mean, he's really a serious person, a thoughtful person, and um, you know, he wants to win. And, um, you know, that might... Um, He's not always going to, uh, he's, he, he's very raw, he says what he thinks, and I really appreciate that, and I think he's going to play really hard, which the, I think he's going to blend really well with what the city wants. And, um, you know, people, when you're around a person like Jimmy, you know, it rubs off, and, you know, watching his effort is going to really help. He was in, you know, yesterday dinner ended at 11, and he's like, so Justin, are we going to be, how about 6 a.m.? Not even uh, kidding you. So, uh, you know, that he's, uh, he's going to bring a lot, lot to our team. The notion of a 6 a.m. workout <laughs> the morning after going to Vetri, that sounds daunting. But Jimmy Butler, Justin Patton, they did it. Solid commitment right there. And some good insights on some of the things that happened behind the scenes with the Jimmy Butler trade negotiations from Sixers managing partner Josh Harris. As for Justin Patton, he was the other player included in the trade that brought Jimmy Butler to the Sixers We'll hear from Justin Patton in a moment, but first I want to talk to you about 76ers group tickets. They are available now for select games for the rest of this month in November and December. A bunch of home games coming up. And here is the deal. If you purchase 10 or more tickets, you get special price savings and also access to unique experiences and a special gift for each member of the group. Come out and create an unforgettable memory with your friends, your family, or clients. To get more information on group tickets at 76ers Games, go to sixers.com slash groups, or you can email tickets at 76ers.com, or you can call 215 339 7676. That's 215-339-7676. Let's find out a little bit more about who Justin Patton is. We spoke with him after the press conference as well. Justin, what was your reaction when you found out about the trade? Um, I was excited. Uh, it's, it's always, when, when it's something like this, it's always an opportunity that you can capitalize on. So that was the biggest thing for me was just I, was my, I got a fresh start. I know I had the injuries in my past, but in, in this situation, they, they're familiar with it. And that's what made me more excited in the first place, too. So I'm just excited to be here and excited to get started. With what you know about the 76ers, what are you most looking forward to in terms of being a part of this team? Um, just the culture. Uh, it's, it's, it bleeds, and then they play hard and, and selfless. So that's one thing I'm about. And the coaching staff is great, and the city is great, and the fans are awesome. So it's, it's not going to be hard to lay it all online for you guys. I know that you are relatively young in your NBA career, but what do you know about Philadelphia as a city and the fans here? What have been your impressions just passing through? Um, I don't like Villanova. Uh, I went to Creighton. We lost every time we played them. Uh, I know about AI. I'm going to get familiar with the history here. I've already started talking to people about it and museums and stuff like that. So it'll be good, cool to get out in the adventure, the city and the whole, actually the whole state. I'll be bored. Who are you outside of basketball? What are some of your interests? Uh, I got four dogs. I like being with my dogs. I like being with my family. 
if you don't know where I'm at, I'm usually with my family if I'm not texting you or texting anybody. So that's really about it. What type of dogs do you have? Uh, three pit bulls and one golden retriever. How are you going to get them to Philadelphia? Uh, that's going to be the hard part. Uh, I'm trying to get to see what the laws are like here. Uh, it's pretty tough back in Minneapolis. So it'll be easy, though. I'll, I'll find a way. You've been with Jimmy Butler the entirety of your young pro career. What's he like? Uh, he's a, he's a, a trailblazer. Uh, he gets up every single day at 4.30 a.m. and he gets started. It's, it's, a, it's trouble when he asks you to come with him. Like uh, today he asked us to get up at 6. So everybody in Philadelphia, be ready to wake up early because Jimmy's in town. Where are things with you right now, um, health-wise, where you're at? Um, I'm at a, uh, a fun part of my rehab. I'm just starting to do stuff, uh, get on my feet more, uh, lift more, load more. So I'm getting, getting back into the basketball aspect of things. How would you describe your game? And when you look far out down a long road in your career, where, where do you want to be? What type of player do you want to become? Um, first, off the court, I just want to be known as a great, a great person and someone who's a, a great basketball mind. So on the court, that's going to show with my IQ. Um, I just hope uh, I can do whatever I can for, for any organization I'm playing for, especially Philadelphia. Uh, just do what I got to do and do whatever they ask me to do as a player. To be the number 16 pick in a draft, that is no small accomplishment. What do you think you showed in your one season at Creighton? Um, I don't think I showed enough. Uh, I've got a lot more to show, and I'm going to do that here. With, I like how the, the bigs here play. It's, it's something that I really was looking into uh, when I got, when found out I got traded. So that was the biggest thing to see how versatile their bigs are, and that's something I want to tap into, tap back into. It's something I relied on a lot earlier in my career in high school and going into college. So. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun ride. You spent about 40 games in the G League last season. From what you pulled away from that, how important is that for the NBA to have a setting like that where some guys can stay fresh, get the reps? How did you benefit from being in the G League? Uh, the G League is great, um, and it's getting better every, every single year. Uh, they make they make the proper strides and to make sure we're comfortable. We, all we have to do is play basketball. It was great for me. I got to play with a great group of guys, um, play against a lot of great talent, and there's more talent coming in. And in, at the end of the day, it made me better, as a, a better person on the floor and off the floor, and it put the dog in me. So it's a, it's a fun thing, the G League. Count me among those uh, intrigued by Justin Patton, for sure, a former number 16 pick in 2017 out of Creighton. Um, a guy who, as you heard him just explain, seems like he has a lot more to show in respect to his skill set. Uh, spent most of last season in the Timberwolves organization with the Iowa Energy of the NBA G League. Averaged just over 12.5 points per game and roughly 5.5 rebounds, about 1.5 blocks per. Uh, shot 47.5% from the field and hit 15 three-pointers. So he's a guy who it sounds like is making progress in terms of his recovery from injury. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how Justin Patton could be incorporated into this mix, whether it's at the NBA level with the 76ers or perhaps he gets some live reps down in Delaware with the Blue Coats. Final interview now in our potpourri of Jimmy Butler-related conversations and chats on this episode of the podcast about NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. Each year, he makes a point of traveling to check out each venue and see each team at least once in the NBA. And he was made available to us when he was in town for the Sixers win over the Utah Jazz on Friday. Commissioner, first of all, thanks so much for your time. Why is it important for you to make the rounds throughout the NBA? And what type of buzz are you feeling in Philadelphia right now? 
Well, first of all, it feels like a playoff game in here tonight. So, and it's always fun to come to Philly. It's a little bit in my backyard from New York. I have a lot of friends here at the team. Of course, Scott O'Neill and Chris Heck and I all used to work together at the league office. And especially on a Friday night, it's just, it's a fun night out. And my wife is here with me as well. The ownership group has now been with the 76 who's closing in on a decade. What has stood out to you the most about what they've gone about creating here? I think they're true innovators. I mean, they're, they're an extraordinarily successful group, each one of them in their, in their primary jobs. I, I think they have a great esprit de corps among the ownership group, and they're determined to win and be successful. And they've gone about it by hiring the best people they can find, by developing the right culture, by doing it the Philly way as well and, and, and it's fun to watch. Um, you know, there's, there's all different styles in this league and Philly has their own unique approach and it's, it's great to be here tonight because now we're looking at, in, in essence, a new big three on the floor in Philadelphia and it'll be, and it'll be interesting to see sort of the, as the progression continues. You are, of course, a fan of the game, and you alluded to the roster. There's veteran talent, there's young talent, there's Jimmy Butler just added to the fold. What do you like about this team? What I like about this team is they, they run up and down the floor really quickly. I mean, again, I, I think they're going to take some time to, for Jimmy to incorporate his game into the other players, but, um, I mean, Joel, you know, has a chance to be one of the greatest big men ever. Um, ben is, is lightning fast, and it's, it's, it's incredible to watch his moves around the back, back you know, around the basket and, uh, you know, Jimmy bringing that veteran leadership, that sort of, you know, the multiple all-stars and no doubt he has a similar desire to win a championship. So uh, it's, 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 it's wonderful to see and I, I think what we're seeing is a much more wide open game this year, you know, as we focused a little bit on, on eliminating some of the, the, the non-basketball plays on defense and it's, it's, it's a really pleasing game to watch. So I'm, I'm enjoying it as a fan tonight. Lastly, the 76ers, one of two teams that had the chance to go to China this past season as part of the NBA China games. That experience just opened up eyes to just how strong the sport is, not only here stateside, but on the other side of the planet. How would you assess the health of the game and the sport right now? Well, you know, begin, I was there with uh, the Mavericks and the 76ers in Shanghai and Shenzhen just a month ago or so. And we, we played a Friday night game in Shanghai, um, just preseason game, you know, nothing special. And roughly 55 million people in China alone tuned into that game. So that just gives you a sense of how popular basketball is in China. And I think it, it was also, I've been on that trip many times and we've, we've been playing games there now since 2008. And it's really remarkable now when you see, or actually since 2004. And, and after all those games, it's fun to see how each new ownership group and team reacts who haven't played in China before. And it's always the same. They, can't, they walk outside their hotel, there's a thousand people waiting there to greet their bus you know, as, as, as they head out, and uh, it's, it's spectacular. And so that's China, which has become an enormous market for the NBA. It's just an indication of the popularity around the world. We have 25% of the players in our league now were born outside the United States. And it, what's quickly emerging on the global scene, and the, the two major sports are soccer and basketball, and there's tremendous progress for us to make. So I, I think the future looks incredibly bright for the sport of basketball, and, and it's also fun. Again, in China, just in Shanghai, right down the street from our hotel were a bunch of playgrounds, and they were full all the time with young people who couldn't get enough basketball. So, uh, you know, again, the, the, the future um, is, will be spectacular for this sport. Commissioner, thanks so much. Thank you. Brief thoughts on the 76ers and the healthy state of the NBA from the man who runs the league, Adam Silver. 
All right, so we have exhausted now our list of interviews for this episode of the pod. Hope you enjoyed them. Big thanks to Jimmy Butler, Josh Harris, Justin Patton, Adam Silver, Wilson Chandler for taking the time to chat. Thank you, as always, for listening. Be sure to stay tuned for Rewind Editions of the podcast coming your way the day after each and every Sixers game right here on our feed. Talk to you next time. See you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.